Roots of Faith of Our Fathers, a program that first aired 51 weeks ago. Today, in our 52nd program, we commemorate Percy Bartimus Crawford by playing his last broadcast in its entirety. The broadcast entitled Pine Brook Praises includes many elements that Percy would typically use in his ministry. It was scheduled to be aired November 12, 1960. Crawford died on October 31, 1960, at the age of 58, after attempting to drive to a Youth for Christ evangelistic meeting in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Billy Graham was the main speaker at his funeral. November 1960, 12th of uh, uh, November, Pinebrook Praises, complete standby. Hold everything, Pinebrook Praises is on the air this morning, bringing to you a devotional half hour with Ruth Crawford at the organ, Donna Lee is on deck, up this morning for change, and yours truly, Percy Crawford. Stay with us, will you please? We had a delightful time at Parents' Day at the King's College yesterday, and uh, possibly uh, there'll be open house at Detroit at WMUZ. Hey, believe it or not, we've been hearing 35 miles above New York, uh, WDAC in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, coming in wonderfully well, 175 miles away. Good morning, Miss Crawford. How are you this morning? Fine, thank you. What are you going to sing for us? Over the Sunset Mountain.
Thank you, Mrs. Crawford. May we pray. Our Father, we ask thy unusual blessing upon the broadcast as it goes forth. Thou hast said, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto thee. And so we ask for these, our listeners this morning, who are our friends throughout the years. Pray for their homes. Pray for their husbands and their wives. We pray for the children. We pray that as they grow up, they may come into a knowledge of the Son of God, and that we may steer them and influence them and train up a child in the way that he should go. So bless, we pray thee, each portion of the program. Use it for thy glory. In Jesus' name, amen. that you would pray for Dr. Donald Gray Barnhouse. Many of you have heard of his uh, trouble, and he's been in the hospital for some time. Uh, very serious, and we wish you'd pray. His loss, his passing on, if it should take place, would be a great loss to the church. So let's remember him in prayer that God will sustain and guide and his will might be done. Be nice to write him a card if you care to, to, uh, well, where could we send it? I think his post office box is 2000, Philadelphia 5, Pennsylvania. I believe it is. It just comes to my mind. Nice to drop him a card. Post office box 2000, Philadelphia 5. I see here in uh, a little paper I have called, quote, uh, where, with a paint job now finished, the Capitol Dome is whiter than usual. It took 1,000 gallons of white paint to do the job. 1,000 gallons of white paint to paint the Capitol Dome. Well, it really looks beautiful. It's really inspirational. But you know, <clears throat> there's another way with one gallon, no, one look to the Son of God, you can have his righteousness. <clears throat> that means so much. The Christian who is going along with the world, I see here in my scrapbook, is out of step with the Lord. The Christian who is going along with the world is out of step with the Lord. There's truth there. Mm -hmm. Two homes, the poem is. A friend sent me the other day a picture of her home. It seemed a palace to my eyes with porticos and dome and windows flashing in the sun. She says words cannot tell the beauty of its furnishings, a lordly place to dwell. Yet I grieve because it is the only home she has, and when it feels the touch of time, it will decay and pass. While I, although my earthly home is but a cottage small, have never tasted poverty nor any lack at all. For on a distant shining shore, O oh, fair, O oh, lovely land, there waits for me another home, which shall forever stand. When all the palaces of kings have crumbled in the dust, betrayed by every brick and stone in which they've put their trust, untouched by time, the mansions planned by architect divine, the nail-pierced hands of my dear Lord have built that home of mine. Walking 
It's a great thing to look forward to. A home up in heaven, a home where the Lord is. Good morning, Donna. How are you? Hi, fine. That's good. Nice to have you up bright and early. Nice to be up bright and early. Well, what's new on the docket for you? No, Dad. What's new with you? What's new with me? No. No, that's what you say to me. Oh, what's new with you? Well, remember when uh, Dusty was running and chasing the uh, ball? At the soccer I game. I sure do. And uh, <laughs> he's running all around them. I bet you they feel like kicking and the, him. Uh, and the referees are ready to crown him. <laughs> Everybody's calling him. And I remember, was it last week or the week before, he, he was right out on the front line. Our team had the ball going down to score a goal. And he was tearing right along after the ball with them. We had 12 men on the field. I mean, 12 on the field. County Dusty. Oh, yeah. They were playing touch football the other day down there, and I drove down on the field with my car and pulled over on the sidelines about eight feet away. Six feet away. She just looked at me. And the I knew that one place they wouldn't touch me, so they... Were you there? Dunley? I don't think so. And they, they were playing touch with very rough, and they came piling into the car, two of these guys. So then I backed up the car and got about 20 feet back of the line by the goal, you know. Uh-huh. I knew I was safe. I no sooner got there, and they threw a pass, and they came tearing down, piled right into the car again. <laughs> Fine. No place is safe. Well, that's the way it goes. When these fellas play ball, they really go after it at the King's College. 
Hey, I was thinking maybe we could have a... You know, they say that the coach told me that we've won, I think, eight out of nine games in soccer. I wonder, yeah. did we beat West Point this year? Yeah. I think we tied one and lost one and won all the rest in soccer. We've got a terrific team this year. Yeah, you said it. Don't they play well? Especially Ducky. Man, he's the best goalie. Ducky, Ducky is a good goalie. He, and he kicks him so high. Yep. You know why they call him Ducky? Yeah. Do I have time to tell yeah, you? Yeah, go ahead. Well, you see, because uh, he played basketball, and there's three Dons on the team. There's a Don Wrigley, a Don Crawford, and Don... Uh, Swimer? Swimer, Ducky, you yeah. know. So they just called him Ducky, because there were so many Dons. I then think they called Don Wrigley, Wrigley, and they called Don Donnie. What is Crawford. the name of the fellow that plays center that has shot so many goals this year? 16 or 18, he's broken a record, I think. Uh, Roger Shoemaker? No, Roger plays left left wing. He plays very well, and he shot several, too. But uh, the Isn't center... Is that freshman? Yes, he's a blonde, I don't know a his good-looking fellow. They he's say real he's, tall. They say he's going to get rec national recognition this year of having scored so many goals in this regular soccer college team. Okay, <clears throat> let's have a song for you, Donna. Don't worry, worry is a sin. Don't worry. Why not now begin trusting in the God who dealt the sparrows' feet? Here, Heavenly Father will supply your needs. Don't worry, worry is a sin. Don't worry, why not now begin trusting in the God who sparrows feed here heavenly father will supply your needs don't worry worry is a sin don't worry why not now begin trusting in the god who doubt the sparrows feed here heavenly father Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Appreciate you singing this morning. Well, we're coming up now on a time check for Pine Brook Praises, and here it goes. Fifteen minutes after the hour, right? That's the time. Everybody up, everybody on their toes, everybody producing. Uh, say, all of you young people, will you remind Dad and Mom it's time for them to send in a contribution to the Young People's Church of the Air, Box 1, Philadelphia 5. Will you do that? Because sometimes they forget, you know. And on this radio station, sometimes there are a lot of good programs and box numbers and so on, addresses are given, and sometimes they forget Box 1, Philadelphia. So remind them to get a hold of an envelope now, you could, and uh, put Box 1 on it, Philadelphia 5, and say... Dad and Mom, here it is. Let's get that dollar, that two dollars, five, ten or more off to the Young People's Church of the Air. After all, you know, we're putting up an FM radio station, one of the largest in the East, in uh, Philadelphia. And we also have on the air our television station. It's going like mad right now. In fact, the people are buying adapters. Donnie just told me the other day, by the score, they're calling in to the telephoning to WPCA TV in Philadelphia asking how they can get adapters. They want to see uh, four or five hours of good telecasting every day through the Christian station. So we're glad for the testimony, the way it's improving and enlarging and growing. 
You can share in this ministry by your giving and keeping the broadcast on this station. Will you kindly send your contribution today? Box 1, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Deductible on your income tax and appreciated by us. Now, say you can have a list of these questions, how you know you've met Mr. or Mr. Wright, or the questions we've been discussing on dancing uh, and these other teenage questions answered. We'll send you the entire batch of your right and ask for them free, or when you send your gift, we'll send you one along. P.O. Box 1, Philadelphia. Well, continue to pray for our meetings. You know, coming up uh, next Monday is the big uh, banquet at Town Hall in Philadelphia. Beverly Shea will be there, Larry McGill. We'll all be on hand. It's going to be a great stewardship banquet to aid and encourage the support of Youtherama that is meaning so much to the Philadelphia area. 1,200 to 2,000 young people in attendance there every other weekend. It's amazing how the crowds have been coming and the musical programs have been the tops, the very best. So we're glad that you're praying and you're interested in that. Continue to pray for the King's College and its activities. We... uh, uh, suggest if your son or daughter is interested in going to a Christian college to get a good degree and a good uh, uh, Bible training, get them registered early at the King's College for about approximately 30 have already registered for next fall. And I think we're going to be limited to about 50 less than we took in this past year. So uh, I suggest you get them registered soon. Did I say the next youth Rama was the 19th? Uh, that is... Uh, a week from today, and we hope you'll plan to bring a group there. 7.30, the meeting starts, and I'm sure that you'll enjoy it. Well, a great many groups of churches are renting the facilities of Pinebrook for the weekends, and uh, you may still have, I must get that list of uh, uh, churches that are coming and using it. In fact, they're writing now for the films of Pinebrook and the King's College and uh, taking up an offering and starting that toward their group coming to camp Uh, this coming summer. Groups of 22 get $7.25 reduction. So it's a great idea so that we can provide so much for the churches and send them back. One preacher said to me the other day, what we like about your activities at Pinebrook, you uh, get them out and out for the Lord and then send them back uh, to our churches, to our church really on fire for the Lord to get in and pitch and work. That's why we like to boost Pinebrook in our church. And that's so true. Ms. Crawford, a little interlude, will you please? young people be sure to be listening this morning for I'm going to discuss the question that was asked me at Pinebrook should I go to a university or a godless college Uh, where can I meet a born-again fellow or girl Uh, have my parents the right to tell me what to do in regard to dates 
These are questions that were asked me at Pinebrook, and I'm going to discuss them here just for a moment or two, and I want you to be sure to be listening. Moms and dads, wake up your uh, sons and daughters if they're not already awake, and we'll discuss uh, some of these subjects. In other words, a fellow says, or a girl says, where can I meet a born-again fellow or girl? Well, it's certain that you won't meet them uh, in a, uh, a good born-again fellow in a dance hall or a pool hall or in a gambling den or in a dope den or, or in a bar. Uh, if you want the cheap element, the uh, group that uh, don't amount to very much morally in every way else, you'll probably pick them up around a bar. But if you're born again and a child of God, you won't find them there. Well, then you say, where? Here's a girl says, well, in our town there aren't many uh, fellows. Here's a fellow says, there aren't many girls to choose from in our church. We're out in the country. We're isolated. We're the only evangelical church and so on. Well, then where? Well, of course, the first place and the nicest place to start to get someone of like mind with you, and that's important, they've got to think as you do, is in a good evangelical church, church that you go to. That's the first step. Then if there's nothing, no one there that particularly holds your interest, then you should chop around a little bit. Perhaps Eutherama. I looked around in Eutherama the other night at Town Hall, Broad and Ray Streets, and I was amazed to see the hundreds of teenagers dating and coming to Eutherama. It makes a, a terrific date night. Uh, that's healthy. That's good. And there are lots of single fellows and girls that come to Eutherama. It's a good place. Pinebrook. You meet a great many at our Pinebrook Bible Conference, fellows and girls. Some say, well, is that the primary purpose? Certainly not. Don't get too critical. You, you met a fellow. You dads and moms met a man, met a, a woman somewhere yourself. And here we are living in a modern age, and what's the matter with the meeting somebody at Pinebrook? That's a Christian, born again, child of God perfectly in order, or at college. Now, uh, I gave our kids a lecture the other day, 380 of them, and I said, now look, take it easy, go slowly. Let's not lose your head. Let's be calm about this thing and face the facts and shop around. Now, a wonderful place to meet a fellow or a girl at the King's College or at a Christian college. What's better? You say, well, I don't like them going to school. You don't? Well, they're... 18, 19, 20, 21, what do you want them to do? Wait till they're 30 or 40 before they look around and find someone? Let's not be too critical. Some folks are so fussy and critical on this thing. That's where I'm glad my son has met a lovely girl over there that he never knew before until she came to the King's College. I'm happy about it. I think it's great. Girl says, where can I meet a born-again fellow girl? Then I suggest these ways. And there are other ways, the Lord. And I think you should pray about it. I think you should ask the Lord to lead you and guide you, and that is important. Here's another question that was asked by a fellow. Should I go to a university or a godless college? What's the matter with me going to a state school? What's the matter with me going to a school where Christ is not honored? Well, you can. I went to UCLA for a while, but I found it very difficult. Oh, I could have gone on through and graduated, of course, but... Uh, I came to be taught, and I was fighting all the time because a lot of the teaching that I received was materialistic and godless, and Christ was dishonored and not allowed into the thinking. I wanted a Christian education, so I left, transferred. I went to Wheaton College and uh, left because I wanted a Christian education, and uh, I got it. 
That's why here in the East, with so many wanting a Christian education, we've established the King's College that's on the crest of, of growing now like mad. It's really up on top and progressing with God's blessing upon it. Well, you say, well, should I go to a university or a godless college? I, I would say no, not if you can help it. Only after you've been to a college like the King's College, then you can go on into your graduate work if you consider the source of your teaching. But you go to a school and you dads and moms pay for your son and daughter to go to a college and uh, constantly, day after day, they are repeating, uh, scholars are agreed the Bible's false, scholars are agreed that evolution is a fact, and of course they can't even find the missing links, but they are so uh, historical and so accurate and scientific, they say evolution is a fact, and it's a farce, it isn't a fact. It's a good theory. And uh, day after day they pound this into your son or daughter. Day after day they give them philosophy that's contrary to the precious word of God, and you know what happens? The first or second year, your son comes home and won't even go to church. The you say, oh, well, now, hold on. I can send my son or daughter, and I'll coach him at home. But how about the parties? How about the influence? How about the moral influences at a college or university where the bars are down? Uh-huh. You're facing that. And you know, it's amazing to me that a lot of men weren't interested in the King's College way back up there 20 years ago when we were starting it. But now when they have sons and daughters that become 15, 16, 17, getting ready for college, oh, now they realize the danger of sending them to a university, to, to a place where Christ is not honored, I mean. You've got to be on your guard. You've got to consider the source. As someone has said, to whom you yield yourself for education, in his image you are fashioned. If you're going to yield your son or daughter and have someone teach them five days a week, 16 hours a week, and all through it is permeated materialistic thinking and thinking that is contrary to the word of God with not even a thought of believing in God, taboo, you're going to have pay somebody to poison your son or daughter in regard to the things of God. That's your responsibility, not your son or daughter. When they come out and believe not, don't blame anybody but yourself. You wouldn't sacrifice to send them to a Christian college. You let some atheistic infidel pound into them the unbelief. I say no, it's important to go to a Christian evangelical conservative college similar to that of the King's College. Our Father, bless, we pray thee, these remarks this morning. Help us to realize that we should allow our sons and daughters the privilege of having the best teaching similar to that of the Word of God. So bless each one of us and help us to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Percy Crawford saying thank you for listening. And say, look, all of you can have the, this whole list of teenage questions answered. If you will send for it today, they're free. Box 1, Philadelphia. P.O. Box 1, Philadelphia 5. Write for yours and we'll mail it to you free. And say, don't forget, please, the needs of our broadcasts. Our expenses are high as we send out the message six days a week, not just one. And we have a great responsibility in erecting an FM radio stations. One of the strongest stations in the East will be in Philadelphia, Christian-owned, 
and also our TV station that is now on the air. These works you can help us sustain. We've been praying that God would raise up prayer partners and businessmen in Philadelphia that will buy time on the television station. You pray to that end and give today. Send a portion of your tithe money to the Young People's Church of the Air, Box 1, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ask for the questions, teenage questions answered, and we'll mail them to you free, along with your receipt. Box 1, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's been nice broadcasting again for you. We hope you'll not forget to go to church tomorrow morning and night and uh, continue to listen to our broadcasts from day to day and pray for us. We'll appreciate it. Well, it's been good broadcasting. Hope you have a good day and good fishing. Carry a gospel, John. Give it out to somebody. We'll see you Monday morning. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's time to say goodbye for another day. I'd like to add that we're on television live now in Philadelphia, Youth on the March at 10 o'clock. I hope you're looking in in the Philadelphia area. There's a special coast-to-coast network of PBC, the Pinebrook Broadcasting Company. We'll keep You've been listening to our founder, Percy Crawford, and Pinebrook Praises. Listen to Faith of Our Fathers each Sunday to hear more great 20th century preachers.